0: Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. People, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. And we will make America great again. Brothers and sisters, welcome to Praying for America. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Wow. We are seeing the weaponization of government just unfold more and more and more. But you know what? President Trump is going to be fine and he's going to be our next president. That's my conviction. And we're going to talk a little bit about what just recently happened over these recent days. What an explosion of insanity. It's just an explosion of insanity what's happening. And we've been saying this and a lot of other commentators have been saying it. This is going to be a wild ride this year, didn't we say it? And uh, but President Trump is doing well in the midst of all of it, nevertheless. And we're going to talk about all that today. I was thinking of <clears throat> what, excuse me, what scripture would be most appropriate to read in the midst of all these insane developments and attacks on uh, President Trump, which are attacks on all of us. Remember, as he always said, it's not that they're going after me. They're going after you. I'm just standing in their way. They're going after America. I'm just standing in their way. And that's why we will continue to stand with him. And so I I thought to myself, okay, what scripture would be appropriate for this? And I thought of Psalm 27. So let's um, let's read that Psalm. Let's read the whole thing and pray it uh, together. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war break out against me, even then will I be confident. One thing I have asked of the Lord, this I seek. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, seek my face. My heart says to you, your face, O Lord, I do seek. Hide not your face from me. Turn not away your servant in anger. O you who have been my help, cast me not off. Forsake me not, O God of my salvation. For my father and mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. Lord God, we take refuge in these words because many false witnesses rise up against us. They criticize our MAGA movement. They criticize our pro-life movement. They criticize our America First movement. They call us threats to democracy, threats to our, our republic. False witnesses rise against us. Lord God, an army breaks out against us. The radical left, are not acting by accident they are acting in concert with one another with a sustained and systematic effort to destroy our freedom and our values and our faith an army encamps against us lord god but our hearts will not fear lord we pray tonight for america and for all those who defend america using faith and using common sense, and using facts, and using integrity. This is how we deal with these issues, Lord God. We are the people of truth and integrity. We are the people of peace and of freedom. Lord God, open the eyes of our fellow citizens to see who the real threat is. Let people not be confused, not only by the false words that the other side utters, but by the actions that are meant to deter us to tarnish to tarnish people's reputations and to steal the election. Bless us Lord with strength as we move forward in making America great again. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. All right, where do we start? I'm going to talk about this judgment this monetary judgment of uh, hundreds of millions of dollars against uh, President Trump. And I want to spend the most uh, of my time talking about that tonight, so let me deal with two other things more uh, succinctly. First of all, in the the Jack Smith, the deranged Jack Smith case in Washington about January 6th and so-called election interference... President Trump was told by the d c by a panel on the d c Court of Appeals that he, he they were rejecting his claim of immunity. Now, you know what this is about in order for the president to do his job he 's got to be able to act freely and speak freely and make judgments that uh, in his mind are, 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 are best for the American people at any particular point in time, having assessed the situation, gotten the counsel of those who advise him and whatnot. It's hard enough. I mean, obviously, presidents have to act within the bounds of the law like anybody else. At the same time, there are a lot of special privileges given to presidents precisely because they have responsibilities like nobody else. So it's not like, yeah, we're all equal under the law, but not everybody's equal in their responsibilities, and therefore some people have certain privileges under the law, and presidential immunity is one of them, and there's a reason for that, that it's hard enough to make decisions in, in, as a president of the United States, t- terribly complicated things. I mean, if the things weren't so so complicated, they wouldn't be landing on the desk of the president. And uh, you 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 the, the the fewer reasons that you have to have to be looking over your shoulder. It's like, oh, well, is this going to cause me problems? You know, a few years from now, when I'm out of office, uh, that that somebody's going to accuse me about doing something wrong here or doing something. Uh, illegal, you can't, we can't afford to be adding those extra burdens onto the mind and, and, and heart of a president, okay, and his team. Like I say, it's hard enough to make the right decisions and to move forward with them. So President Trump was saying, long story short, listen, you can't, you can't be uh, making me answer questions or punish me for things when I was acting as president which is exactly what he was on January 6th. He was the president of the United States uh, and, 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 and prior to that as well. Uh, but the court said no. No, the lower court had said no. The, the appellate court said no. We're not going to recognize that immunity and as much as the, these charges related to January 6th. Now, here's the thing about the media, too, in reporting this story. I talked about this recently, but I want to bring it up again because I want you to be fully equipped with this as a, uh, as, a, as, a, as a key talking point. You know, it's so, it's so subtle. I mean, you, you know this in and out like I do. But, but nevertheless, we see this constant barrage in media articles of, oh, well, you know, what was this case about? Well, it was President Trump disrupting the 2020 election. Enough already. He wasn't disrupting anything. The whole question was whether or not somebody else had disrupted it, like maybe Democrat election officials in certain states. The whole issue was to point out disruptions of the 2020 election that had already occurred. Look how they try to solve the question and answer the question before the question is resolved in uh, an appropriate way. Uh, They're always trying to short, so it's a total short-circuiting of the whole argument, oh, he tried to interfere in the results of the election. He tried to overturn the election. He tried to disrupt the election. You can't overturn the results of an election whose results aren't known. I, I, I this is so simple, and you get it, and I get it, and this is why we have to push back on these reports. It's just, it's just one line. It's just one phrase thrown constantly into every report, except for for. Uh, you know the, the 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 conservative outlets that can, that can think straight they, 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 the left can't think straight, they don't think straight, they don't they think crooked all right that, that, but getting back to this point, there's something that 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 is also in news reports about this getting overlooked. President Trump has once again been denied due process, and let me see if I can make this. As clear and simple as possible, because I think this is a key talking point for us to use when we're talking with our our, our fellow voters. I've been ex- in exactly the situation, not on the same subject matter, but in the same court with the same process. I personally have been involved in this. I have been to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals in a case where I was defending myself and my ministry against an order from the Obama-Biden administration to inc- in, to include in our health insurance a plan for our employees, of morally objectionable things regarding abortion and so forth. So my case went to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, and a three-judge panel heard the case. Same same process as they heard President Trump's claim for immunity. And the three-judge panel in that case, like they did against President Trump, ruled against me. And so what was the next step in that process? We had time to assess the ruling and make a decision as to whether we wanted to appeal to the whole D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. So understand something. When you go to a circuit court of appeals with a case, all right, these circuit courts have, have a you know fair number of ju- judges on them, right? There's too many cases for all the judges together to hear the arguments in every single case that comes before that circuit court. So what they do for efficiency purposes is that they have a panel of three of the however many judges there are on that circuit court to hear the case, and then they make a decision. You know, maybe it's unanimous, maybe it's two to one. So that's what happened in this case, right? If you get a judgment against you, in by one of those panels, you can say, Hey, wait a second, I don't think they judge the right way. Maybe I have a shot if all the judges on the circuit hear the case. Because you know, then the balance, if you just look at it from the balance of conservative uh, versus liberal uh, judges, you know, a three panel, a three panel out of let's say there's uh, 13 uh, uh, judges or however many the panel the, the circuit might have, and, and, and a three panel, you know, you might have, let's say, for example, If you've got a, a, you know, majority conservative uh, judges on a certain circuit, that doesn't mean that your three-judge panel is going to be a majority conservative. There might be all three uh, left-wing judges. You don't know. There's no way to guarantee that. So that's why the option of going to the full court, it's called en banc, is provided for every citizen that goes through this. I had that option. And I had time, and we made the appeal to the full court. Now, the, the court t- doesn't have to take the case on bank. They could say, no, we're not going to hear it. We're going to let the judgment of the three-judge panel stand. And that's what happened to us. They said, no, you stick with the three. Then you have the option to appeal to the Supreme Court. And again, we had time. We had time to prepare the arguments. We had time to prepare everything. Okay. What they did in this case was they ignored, they deprived President Trump of the option of going on banc to the full court. Why did they do that? That's unheard of. Now, if, if again, if the court says no, no on-bank hearing, uh, and 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 uh, no on-bank hearing we're going, then you can go directly to the Supreme Court, and President Trump is going to the Supreme Court and has filed at the Supreme Court with this claim. But they told him he only had a few days to get the claim into the Supreme Court. In other words, this is, this is unheard of. You don't do it this way. You know, this is why the left, it makes me laugh. You know, oh, yeah, nobody's above the law, nobody's above the law. Yeah, but apparently not everybody is within the law either. They're not even letting him have the benefits that the law provides for every other citizen. This is wrong. Do it according to the the rules that apply to everybody. You get a negative judgment from a panel, you have the option to go to the full court. Again, the full court can say no, but let the full court say no. Don't tell them, oh, no, no, this option is closed out to you. And by the way, hurry up and get to the Supreme Court. You only have a few days. Again, unheard of. You know what they're trying to do, obviously. Let's get a conviction before the election. They're hurrying up. They're rushing. They're cutting corners. They're depriving them of due process. Let's get a conviction before the election. I'm going to tell you something right now. and You tell me in the comments if you're on the same page. There's 91 charges against President Trump. Good likelihood that somewhere along the line one of them is going to come to a conviction, although President Trump's team has been doing great in in using the all the proper procedural mechanisms to delay things and and secure his rights. If, and this is not going to happen, but if he were to even if he were to be convicted on every single one convicted on every single one of these 91 charges. I would be voting for him anyway with the same enthusiasm I'm voting with him today. Are you with me? Because we see that this is garbage. This is garbage weaponization of government and interference with elections. We're going to have none of this. All right, speaking of garbage, Fannie Willis, oh my, good, did you see that clown show of her and her lover in court the other day? Boy, is she is she, is she uh, you know uh, auditioning for some kind of talk show slot. This woman is is a disaster. You know, this is very serious stuff. Even the left wing the left wing ignorant media are 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 saying, you know, this is a big deal. She she'll be disqualified. If she, you know, lie, you know, for a DA. Here she is, the Fulton County DA. And of course, she has on the state level this other um, case against President Trump. If she lied to this court, if she uh, you know, is, is, is doing something here that involves, well, what does she do? She hires this prosecutor, then has an affair with him. He's married. Pa- has an affair, paying hundreds of thousands of dollars of tax money, tens of thousands of it in cash. They're testifying about all this. Taxpayer money be- being misused the woman is a disaster. What this is, this is very politically bad, of course, for it's a political case anyway against President Trump that she's, she's at the, the tip of the spear here, and yet now she seems to be in more trouble than President Trump is. It's a big, it's a big, big deal. Uh, but um, the woman is, you know, bring attention to this. The Democrats don't have anything here to be, uh, to be happy about or to be proud of. And uh, we should continue pointing out, you know, you're talking about a politicized case from the get-go. And meanwhile, the prosecutor hired by the DA is is her lover, and that and, and and together they're supposed to be working on this case uh, against President Trump. Come on already! Imagine if this was the, uh, if she was on the other foot. Um. Oh, by the way. What Biden has been doing, and we're going to come to this in another program pretty soon. Biden has been signaling to all these Democrat prosecutors, DAs, grand juries, jury pools in these Democrat cities like D.C. and New York. He's been signaling to them what really amounts to a presidential directive to go after President Trump, convict him, stop him in any way necessary. Why? How? By the rhetoric of, oh, he is a threat to this republic. He is a Hitler. He is a dictator. He is a threat to democracy. This is something the Democrats are explicitly running on. Well, yeah, but if you're going to use that... Say you don't agree with his policy. Say the policies are destructive. Enumerate the reasons why. Give evidence. Talk about facts. But if you're going to use this overblown rhetoric about him being like a dictator or a Hitler, then you... But he's sending a signal to these people because then why wouldn't you use lawfare to stop him? Why would you stop at anything to try to prevent this man from being on the ticket or from being elected? Why wouldn't you do anything if, in fact, that's the signal you're getting... From the current sitting president, who also happens to be the political opponent of the man that's being legally targeted, this is this is bad stuff. All right, we're going to run out of time here. Let me go to the <laughs> Judge Engeron There's another real loser. This guy, real loser. The man uh, the, 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 off, should be out of the off the bench. Like yesterday, he should be. Um, I don't know. Go 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 grow. Uh, some vegetables somewhere in some sort of out-of-the-way place where nobody will see you or hear from you ever again. Um, Letitia James, of course, uh, Attorney General of New York, campaigned on, oh, we're going to get Trump, get Trump. You don't make that into a campaign promise, but that's what she did, and that's ultimately what this is all about. There was the ruling in New York by Judge Angaran the other day now this is understand something. This is not a jury trial; it's a bench trial. So there's no jury, there's no back and forth. And Engeron had already decided, he decided, that President Trump had committed fraud in his business practices by by overestimating the uh, the, the worth of his uh, properties and and, and businesses. Yeah, but, you, but you know what? That's something that happens every day, and it's not a crime. The question when it comes to any kind of crime, was in getting loans, you know, if you overestimated the value of your properties or businesses or whatever, and you got a loan based on that. The question is, whom did you defraud? Banks, and, and people, who, whom did you defraud? Who ended up with the short end of the stick? Whether you think the numbers are accurate or not about when somebody estimates the value of something is one question. But there's a totally separate question that's not getting enough attention here is who came out with the short end of the stick? Nobody. Nobody. Not the banks, not private citizens, nobody. President Trump got loans. These are the talking points, friends. He paid them back with interest. He paid them all back with interest. Who got the short end of the stick? Who lost money? Nobody. OK? Well, somebody must have complained. They to complained that they were defrauded, right? If he's guilty of fraud, you've got to have somebody who was defrauded. If you're going to penalize a citizen for having engaged in dishonest... Conduct, there's got to be somebody who was harmed by the conduct. Is this making sense? You understand it, but I mean we've got to get our fellow citizens to understand this. If you're being being charged with causing losses of money, there have to be actual losses of money. Understand something. There's no victims here, and there's no crime. There's no crime. There's no victims and there's no crime. How do, we, how, do we, how do we say this? Nobody is complaining. Nobody complained. Nobody is complaining. In fact, the banks that President Trump dealt with said, well, you're, you're welcome to ask us for a loan again. They were, they were satisfied completely with the conduct. So what is this all about? Well, we know what this is all about. Letitia James, get Trump. Democrats, interfere in the election. Tarnish his reputation. Maybe we can peel away enough votes. But people, since all this is about is the headlines. Actually, they don't even care about the money. By the way, if nobody lost money, who are you repaying the money to? You know who the money's going to go to? It was a judgment. By the way, again, the judge had already decided he committed fraud. The judge decided that. Was not a jury was not a jury of his peers. It wasn't back and forth uh, arguments to a jury. The judge issued what is called summary judgment. It means you make the judgment before you have the arguments. This was this pre- The proceedings that led up to the other day, this $363.8 million um, uh, penalty against uh, Trump, this was just about how much should the money be. It wasn't a, a deliberation about whether he committed fraud or not. They don't even care about the money. The money is going to go to New York State. The money's not going to go to some, somebody who, oh, I they complained that President Trump had defrauded them of money. Nobody complained, and nobody lost a dime. My goodness. Nobody lost a dime. Can you believe this? This is this is what weaponized government looks like. This is what election interference looks like. This Judge N. Garan, this uh, Attorney General Letitia James, should be absolutely so ashamed of themselves that they should never show their faces in public again. This is America, ladies and gentlemen. We should say to the judge, we should say to the Attorney General, this is America. They don't seem to get that. They don't seem to get that. So... By the way, President Trump is going to be fine, financially speaking. He prepared for this. He knows how to manage money in the smartest way that I've ever heard of anybody managing it. Not a fraudulent way, not a dishonest way, a smart way. And this came up, by the way, you know, when all his taxes, income taxes were being scrutinized and everything. He knows how to do it. He knows how to do it. So he prepared for this, protecting himself, arranging his assets in such a way that he could absorb this. He knew that this nonsense was coming. He knows that this is all about just get Trump. It's not about him having done anything wrong. Let me read what he himself said here. Let me make sure there's, there's any other points that, that, that need to be made here. Um, all right. If, uh, yeah, okay. President Trump says, the justice system in New York State and America as a whole is under assault. By partisan, deluded, biased judges and prosecutors. Racist, corrupt A.G. Tish James has been obsessed with, quote, getting Trump for years and used crooked New York State Judge Engeron to get an illegal, un-American judgment against me, my family, and my tremendous business. See, this is... This is the way our leaders need to be talking, okay? I, I you know, I, I've, I've had enough of people say, keeping on saying to oh, me, oh, I don't like his rhetoric, I don't like his rhetoric. I love the rhetoric. I don't know he's too harsh. I love the harshness. Look at the people he's fighting. Look at the kind of people he's fighting here. Look at these enemies. You don't think you're going to punch back at these people? Oh, I don't like the what language you What are you talking about? How about not liking what people like Letitia James and Judge Engeron are doing in the first place? Of course he got to strike back. He goes on and says, I helped New York City during its worst of times. And now when it is overrun by, with violent Biden migrant crime, the radicals are doing all they can to kick me out. This decision is a complete and total sham. There were no victims, no damages, no complaints. Only satisfied banks and insurance companies, which made a ton of money. Great financial statements that didn't even include the most valuable asset, the Trump brand. Ironclad disclaimers, buyers beware and do your own due diligence, and amazing properties all over the world. This is President Trump speaking. All the other side had was a ridiculous $18 million valuation of Magnificent Mar-a-Lago, an unconstitutional gag order, a consumer fraud statute never before used for this purpose, no jury allowed, and a refusal to send this disgusting charade to the commercial division where it would have been put to a deserving end. This case is over ever since the appellate division ended it on statute of limitations, also letting my daughter Ivanka out of this witch hunt. The Democrat Club-controlled Judge Engeron, President Trump goes on to say, has already been reversed four times on this case, a shameful record, and he will be reversed again. president is appealing this case. We cannot let injustice stand and we'll fight crooked Joe Biden's weaponized, Persecution at every state, at every step. Make America great again. Brothers and sisters, President Trump has said that it's not that they're coming after him, they're coming after you and me and America. He's just standing in their way. You know what that means? That means that we rally with him more than ever before. More than ever before. We ra- because now we're ra- rallying around President Trump in strong pushback against this nonsense. And exposing this nonsense and fighting this nonsense and making our fellow citizens aware of this nonsense is, in fact, an act of defending ourselves. These kind of issues with this legal stuff, in these cases, this is not my my area of expertise. My area of expertise is the abortion issue. So why do I spend time talking about these things? Because whether my issue is the abortion issue or anything else, this stuff is aimed at stopping us from pursuing all these other issues and all these other values. We've got to defend ourselves here. We've got to defend the country in which we're trying to make a difference on all these other issues. So you know all this. I, 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 I wanted to have a chance for us to sort of vent on this together and, and just get some clarity, some talking points we can all use. And uh, thank you for what you're already doing in making people aware of this. I just want to encourage you to do it even stronger. Let's stand up proudly and let's say, look, you convict them all you want. Put as many penalties and judgments. Try to tar his reputation all you want. We're sticking with him no matter what. We'll be voting. and I, Like I said, I don't care if he has conv- 91 convictions against him. I'm voting for him. And this, this nonsense has got to stop. Somebody has got to stand up for that flag and say this election now. They have decided, they on the left have decided to make this election. They think they're making it about President Trump. No, no, no. They've made it about much more than President Trump. They've made it not even primarily about President Trump. They have made it about what kind of America do we have. And so you know what? You want to make it about that? That's what we'll make it about. And we'll stand with this man no matter what the courts say about him, no matter what the juries say about him. We are standing strong and we are standing united. And let's let each other know that. And let's let all our fellow citizens know that too. Can we turn to the Lord in prayer? Father, we, we pray over this situation. These, so them, so many corrupt people are involved in this, Lord God. And we ask you to end the corruption. We ask you to stop the corruption. We ask you to intervene with your Holy Spirit and, and, and bring, bring an end to this corruption. Lord, we ask you to expose this corruption. Enable us to expose it. Shine the light. Shine the light, Lord God, of truth. May we speak the words of truth and enable our fellow citizens to recognize corruption when it's staring them in the face. And Lord, we pray for President Trump and his strength. He knows exactly what he's doing and why he's doing it and how to fight back against these people. Lord, we pray for the people on our own side who realize that this is wrong but don't know how to fight. We realize, we, we, we pray for the people, Lord God, on our side who are, uh, who are just afraid to push back Give new courage to them, give new courage. Lord God, we pray for all voters. We ask that they may be engaged in the political process. Lord God, we pray for those who may be discouraged, those who may be disheartened by by the corruption in politics and feel that it's no use for them to be involved. Lord, that we ask you today, tonight, to change send the Holy Spirit into their minds and hearts that they may realize they have a voice, they have a vote, they have an opportunity, and they have a duty to fight back against all this, to turn it around, and to exercise that beautiful privilege and obligation of voting, that we might all stand together and overwhelm the votes of the other side. And we now sum up all our prayers and praises offering the Lord's Prayer. Hey, thank you, friends. I just realized I sort of brought my MAGA hat on for this episode, right? We'll bring it on for future episodes. Uh, uh, I'm traveling this week. Just so that you know, pre-tape the programs for the week. I'm going to be at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Nashville. Uh, maybe some of you will be there. I'll also be at the CPAC conference. They're you know, just outside of Washington, D.C. there. And um, I'm sure I'll see some of you there. Let's be sure to say hello to each other. And let's keep making America great again. Onward with President Trump, with confidence, with one another, and with the grace of God. God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hello, this is Abby Johnson of Unplanned the Movie. You know me as a longtime supporter of Priest for Life and of Father Frank Pavone. And I just want to encourage you as someone who knows of the great work of this organization, please continue to stand strong. Please continue to support this mission. It is so needed now more than ever. Thank you so much for all of your support.